Hello everyone, my name is Joshua Gilliland and I am one half of The Legal Geeks. This is a quick podcast on Supergirl because we had that wonderful episode where a former Fort Ross guard is capturing prisoners from the Kryptonian prison and executing them in numerical order, adding a strange Rain Man element to really, really not okay legal jurisprudence. So what was going on here? Well, we have this alien guard who has this point of view that justice must be absolute. So he goes around capturing former prisoners and he's beheading them. So many problems with this, it is not funny. First off, we view that justice must be proportional to the crime. So if someone has an offense, that say justifies a prison term, that doesn't mean that we behead everybody who commits a crime. There are jurisdictions on planet Earth where they have a very strict sense of justice, such as caning people for graffiti and, and things like that, or beating people for littering. And those are scary places to live because that's, that's not our view of justice. This is a nice comparison to what's taking place with the DEO, where they're holding aliens without any form of trial whatsoever, any f form of release at all. It's just perpetual imprisonment. And then they imprisoned Maxwell Lord, who was doing some very bad things that, that would have required prosecution. Well, we have this uh, moral crisis taking place, and we have James Olson confront Supergirl and say this it's not just for aliens anymore. You're holding humans and you're accountable to no one here at the DEO Granted it was nice that he confronted her but confronting Hank Henshaw probably would have been a good bet uh, As well because this is again not okay things for the US government to be doing Now Supergirl is trying to justify her behavior with she is doing what needs to be done to keep the world safe a very ends justifies the means type of point of view. It is not truth justice in the American way when you go, we will do whatever we think is necessary and throw people in prisons without trials. This might sound familiar to a few of you. Now, when you think justice must be absolute, I'm reminded of a uh, Aristotle quote that was actually uh, quoted by Goldwater at the 1964 Republican Convention that doomed his campaign. Now, now this part of the quote did not doom it, but um, the other part did. And it is, moderation in the pursuit of justice is no virtue. You can't moderately pursue justice, because that means you're compromising with evil. On the flip side, you need to be proportional. And what we had here was a complete lack of proportionality because you have a rogue guard who's capturing aliens and then beheading them regardless of their crimes. Well, let's break down the legal issues that we have with the DEO because this is the foil for the DEO to start changing its ways. In holding Maxwell Lord, they are completely violating uh, the writ of habeas corpus. Now, the writ of habeas corpus is a judicial mandate in which somebody in, who's incarcerated by the state 
must be taken before a judge to be determined whether or not that person is uh, imprisoned lawfully or not. There has to be probable cause. There has to be a bunch of other things as well, which we will now talk about. The DEO and Holding Lord is violating the U.S. Constitution on so many fronts, it's not funny. First off, uh, the 14th Amendment and the 5th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution both have due process clauses in them, which state you cannot uh, deny someone of their life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Now, the 14th Amendment is the tool for which the Bill of Rights applies to the states, and we won't break down how they all apply to the states because there are different levels with a couple of them, but, but that's not important right now. The, the ones that are relevant for holding Lord without due process are as follows. First, the Fourth Amendment. The Fourth Amendment was violated because he's being arrested without probable cause, without a warrant, without any of the things that are stated in the Fourth Amendment uh, against searches and seizures, and of course what's necessary for a proper arrest. Because if somebody is arrested, they are seized, and that needs to be supported by probable cause, as supported by an oath or affirmation, which is the, the arrest warrant that a court would issue. That did not happen with Lord. The Fifth Amendment, no person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a presentment or indictment of grand jury. There's no grand jury in the DEO. There's no judge in the DEO. You have aliens being held, and now you have at least one human being being held as well. The Fifth Amendment has a lot of other clauses in them as well, which get into um, double jeopardy, uh, being compelled to testify against yourself, and uh, the takings clause where private property is taken uh, and must have uh, just compensation. The Sixth Amendment is also in play here because the it's your right to counsel. And Lord, who wasn't even charged, just arrested, uh, has a right to counsel. That's also part of the Miranda rights that you have from the, both the Fifth and the Sixth Amendments. And so there's no trial, there's no right to counsel. He's just literally thrown into a cell. Now, we have a Seventh uh, Amendment right as well, because that's the right to a jury trial. And he was completely denied his right to a jury trial when he was thrown into the clear cell, which then brings us to the Seventh Amendment, which is the prohibition on cruel and unusual punishment. Now, I understand the DEO cells need to look cool for TV, but they're all being held in clear cells where they can be watched. And how do they go to the bathroom? How are they fed? What do they sleep on? It's nice that he got Netflix because that is a handy thing, uh, but there, there's no uh, uh, no right to Netflix, I would say, in, in prison, but maybe I've missed that case law. Not my usual area. But that being said, uh, he's being held in a very, very strange way 
that's outside the norm of a normal prison. And it also borders on solitary confinement, which also has explicit rules as well. So what do we do here? First off, it's good to see that Supergirl did embrace truth, justice in the American way by the fact that he's let go. And I thought like, well, they're using mutually assured destruction. And what does Lord say? Mutually assured destruction, because if he goes public about the DEO, they're going to release everything to law enforcement to make sure he is prosecuted. So both will go down together. But what about all the aliens? What about them? Now, it'd be a slight stretch to say the 14th Amendment applies to aliens, but we, we do apply U.S. law to people who are in the United States illegally. And they are human beings. This is a little different, because uh, you can say, well, they're not human. But because they're from another planet, therefore they don't even qualify as, as part of our species. Uh, a society such as ours might go like, you know what, we're going to let that slide. Because it violates our sense of civil rights and justice if aliens who mimic human behavior, who have many similar qualities, but other enhancements, are deprived of their civil rights. So how could we deal with that on Supergirl? One option would be if they don't want society to fall apart because aliens are now suddenly real, uh, even though they do acknowledge that with Superman and Supergirl, uh, maybe they'd go for the secret court mindset, where you have cases so dangerous, it's a closed courtroom, uh, it's done in secret, so you don't have the sunshine provisions in play. Uh, but you still have the right to counsel. You still have a trial. And maybe that's the way they would deal with it. That could run into an issue with a jury trial, though. Because how do you get a, a, a jury of your peers if you're an alien? So Voidir would get very weird very quickly. Maybe they would do bench trials. Maybe they'd do something similar to the Nuremberg trials, where you would have three judges hearing the case, and maybe that's the way that they would deal with it. So again, a couple ways that they could do this. So civil rights are upheld, which would include the right to counsel, and making sure that measure for measure, the punishments are proportional. The issue then is, what do you do after they've served their time? Because not everyone's going to get a life sentence. That's not okay. I mean, granted, if they're murdering people, yeah, life sentence. But what if it was a less serious crime? Again, alien drug running, not necessarily a life sentence, still very bad. Trafficking of some kind, things that require people to go away for decades, but then they get out. Do they get sent to another planet? How are they paroled? So there'd be some interesting administration of justice issues with that. That being said, it's very nice to see with Supergirl that the writers do have a basic understanding of civics. Because when you look at something like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that is thrown completely out the window. Where you have Coulson executing Ward on an alien planet, 
It then gets taken over by an alien slug, yada yada yada. But Supergirl is trying to follow the U.S. Constitution and talking about our tradition of being a just society and civil rights. Not all the shows do that. Daredevil did, obviously, but Supergirl's doing it in a, in a very positive way. So hats off to the writers. Good job. Keep up the good work. And that's my quick response and observations to the latest episode of Supergirl. Thank you for listening. And remember, America, stay geeky. Stay geeky, America. <laughs>